Welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm John. Welcome to episode uh, 230. Fuck, that's a lot of episodes. I keep on... It just still amazes me how long we've been doing this and how many episodes we're in. Um, and I did go and check our SoundCloud because, you know, we have a bunch of other podcasts that are underneath us. And I started doing a Warcaster podcast with a friend of mine and uh, started putting that out. And we have over 550 episodes on our SoundCloud. <laughs> because we also have all of your um, Adventures of Sewer Bear. And um, Mediocre Trouble in the Big Easy. And uh, uh, Three Gnomes and a Half Giant, which just finished up and you have the last episodes of. Yep, and we'll be posting those this week. So it was, I was like, holy crap, there's a lot of stuff on there. Um, for people that are listening and you're not able to get this on Muse and you're doing through our SoundCloud or our RSS feed by itself, we appreciate it. Uh, Muse is still down. Uh, I talked to them this week. They are trying to get their site back up. They're having someone else do their RSS, you know, podcast feed thing. So they're going to be doing that. Uh, they're just getting things done. So it's going to be a little bit longer than normal, which is okay. As uh, long as they're getting it secure. I'm okay with it. Um, let's go ahead and get through the business. Guys, we appreciate you uh, listening and watching. Um, we want to thank Parabellum War Games for giving us that awesome little code. If you're interested in Conquest, Last, Ar Last Argument of Kings, or the First Blood, um, go check them out. Got really cool miniatures, super mm -hmm. big miniatures. Um, and if you like, you know, orcs riding dinosaurs, they're the shit. Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, they're actually going to be running two uh, tournaments at Warfare Weekend. And today I'll be working on one of the trophies for uh, Warfare Weekend for Conquest. Uh, we did talk about Muse on Minis. We want to appreciate and we tell them thanks. Uh, once they get their RSS feeds and everything figured out and stuff, we'll be putting stuff back on there. Mm -hmm. uh, but for the most time, you can just find us on SoundCloud or pretty much Spotify everywhere. We, yeah. we everywhere type thing. Um, we want to talk about uh, Mini Masterworks. Make sure you go check out John and go uh, send him his money. I mean, he does Vallejo paints also. Got the cool mini shaker, paint shaker, um, and a lot of cool things that are needed. <laughs> um, so go check him out. Uh, we want to thank uh, Turbo Dork. Um, we will be doing a giveaway for Turbo Dork. I should have put that... Um need to start it again. You, you started it to make sure it worked, then you canceled it. Yeah, I got to start that up again. So we're going to start that up because there will be a new uh, giveaway for that. So we'll get that going pretty quickly. Like giveaway starting now. Um, and you can go ahead and give that for a $50 gift certificate to Turbo Dork. And they will also be at Warfare Weekend. Which we appreciate because always a good having a good metallic vendor and color shift vendor there, um, and they're a great bunch of people. They sent us their VIG and door price stuff this week, and man, it's a lot of stuff. Paint, paints, and more paints. Awesome, I love that stuff. Yeah, um, and then Midnight Heroes. Um, you like some good chibi stuff, and you like um, good chibi colored paints. And when I say that, I mean like really bright fluorescent. There goes Theo. He is on a roll right now. Um, but they do a lot of cool stuff and they will also be at Warfare Weekend. He's going to be bringing his chibi stuff, this chibi game, and also new miniatures that are outside the chibi realm. Um, so it'll be 
pretty cool. I did open up that you could actually spend more than 10 tickets if you would like. Um, so did it though? Away. It should have. Cause, but Mizzy's did. Yeah, maybe maybe Mizzy just did ten, but so you can do almost as much as you want. Um, other than that, I think we got everybody. This has been a really wild week. Um, also, guys, if you want to help us out anymore, don't forget we do have a Patreon that you can subscribe to. Uh, where you can get some stuff free and get things a little bit early. Um, all that good stuff. Um, of course, we always take donations, which are great. Helps us pay the fees. Um, and if you like doing the sticker party, go hog wild plastering stickers all over our screen and making us look silly and stupid. We appreciate it. Oh, and there goes John Spencer slapping a boop sticker. <laughs> boop. Boop. And Kathy. There you go. Boop yep. to Kathy. Boop. Um, so it'll be in a different place. It's all random. Um, and if you're listening to us and not uh, joining us on the party, come and join us. We have a lot of fun. We love to do a lot of cool stuff on here. But we appreciate you listening on any platform. Do we have any shout outs this week, John? Uh, not that I saw come across my feed, but is what it is. I didn't see any other any, either. I was just like, uh, didn't see anything. So our shout out this week is everybody working hard, doing things, getting stuff done, um, making sure that, you know, everything's happening type stuff. So um, we appreciate you a lot more than you think. If you uh, ever need anybody to hang out with, reach out to us. Uh, on all of our platforms. We can hang out with you, play some games with you, do whatever. John's, of course, all into um, MechWarrior, so you can always find some good MechWarrior stuff hmm. there. Uh, I'm testing the raffle thing. It doesn't work for 50. It works for 20. Oh, maybe it... I, I don't remember what I said <clears throat> it for. Maybe I said it higher than 20. It didn't say it's for 200, so... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, other than that, um, oh, I will be doing a little bit of streaming. I picked up a new game that I thought was going to be interesting called Grounded, and uh, I'll be doing some streaming of that, hanging out, just to chill and hang out with people, have fun. Um, so, but you may not have enough channel points for that. Yeah, that might be it. But I fifty definitely two hundred definitely doesn't work. <laughs> 50 definitely doesn't work because I tried 50 or I didn't try 50 but maybe it's, I don't want to put more tickets in I don't want to get the prize <laughs> <laughs> well you're probably going to get the prize I don't know uh, you were going to ask me what I'm drinking tonight yes what are you drinking tonight well in the preamble I finished off a cherry coke and uh, Evan Williams cherry okay. uh, whiskey which was good uh, so now since they're like okay I have a cherry coke I have cherry coke and boom boo, boom, boo rum so boom, boom, rum. we'll see uh, uh, how this is uh See how it stays. I have Remy Martin, um, XO, a cognac. So, I mean, I've been, I've been nursing this lately. Uh, it's my first week that I can actually, because I'm not on any medication now. So, here's to this. Guys, like I said, you need something, seek us out. We're here to help. Um, don't let anything go by without us knowing about it. Stay healthy, stay safe. We want to see you at the next convention, possibly HugCon 2023, and um, or Warfare Weekend. 
or wherever. Just be safe because we love you. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. I think, since Miz, you'll be interested, um, probably better with vanilla. But it does add to the funkiness of the rum and is quite interesting. You don't want to chase the cherry. It just blends into the funkiness. The funk. I mean, we it's a funk. It's a funk. funk. It's a funky rum. If we you know rum, you know you know what you know what I mean. <laughs> That's pretty tasty. So, other than that, um, so today's episode we're going to talk about Malifaux. I know we kind of hit it on that a little bit, and John did. So demoing, and you know, I was. One of the things I do is I, you know, do everything. Wow, Xander is like wasting points now. No, no, that means you're <laughs> on for the pre ramble next week. If you don't remind me, I don't remember. Oh, we'll remind you. Captain <laughs> Missy's on it. I am certain of that. That's why Captain Missy is the best. So, um, so I went around and I was looking at different conventions that are happening like now until Warfare Weekend because just checking them out and seeing where it's going. And I can't remember which one it was, but there is there was a convention and they had a huge Malifaux grouping. Uh, like they had um, like 50 spots and it was sold out. And I'm like, what? And I was like, it, 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 you don't hear about Malifaux a lot. They're not in the news. No. They're not like... Well, they've always... They've always been sort of a third tier game, let's say. Yeah, and it's just kind of you know, just kind of lay there. And I was like, you know what, John's getting back into it a little bit more. He's buying a bunch of stuff. Um, let's do a Malifaux episode. I want to talk about it because Malifaux is a unique game into itself. It's the only game that uses a card system like mm -hmm. this, um, and it's got a very unique fluff world um, that's kind of different, kind of creepy. I, I would also dare say it has the better stories of all the games. I, and see, I don't know because I've never read any fluff. I just know it's kind of creepy, you know, spooky, oogity boogity type stuff type thing. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I always describe Malifaux as uh, steampunk uh, gangs of New York meets Cthulhu. Yep. Uh, and the whole idea is that the human race found a portal to another dimension, mm -hmm. the, the land of Malifaux. And they went there, of course, because they found they do, and they found that there is a uh, there are soul stones there that power all sorts of devices, and and magic thrives there. So they went over and tried to take over, but there are of course natives who don't like that. What? Yeah. So no. there's your capsule review of the basics, and there's a lot of uh, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, backstory. It's one of the games where. Um, keeping the books is a good idea because there are good stories about the characters in there. And I'll be honest, most of the characters don't win a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of shit going wrong for everyone and a lot of uh, machinations going on. Yeah, I mean, because... So I went and started looking at Malifaux miniatures and I had some, but I gave them to you because nothing was happening around here. They thought they were going to start up and I only bought, you know, death marshals and you know, that was it. Cause I just thought those were cool models. Um, but nothing happened around our area. And so I went and looking at models. I'm like, Oh, I can go pick up a, a, a core box set. You know, that's usually what seven models or so roughly give or take three, four should be like six. So yeah. Six maybe. Yeah. 
Six, because it'd be the master, their henchmen, their totem, and then three of a uh, particular uh, minion. Which was which was not a bad price. Uh, I think I got uh, mine for like thirty five dollars. So that's a. Uh, I think that's an older one, but the the newer one. Oh yeah, you said it was Sonya Crit, so it's definitely the older one if she's got the sword. Yeah. Um, the newer ones might be a little more expensive, but that's just because. Yeah, there was like. Some... Yeah. 45, I think it is. 45 to 50, depending on which one it was. Yeah, They're... some of them have bigger models in them. Yeah, and so it wasn't that bad. But the one thing that I did notice, and like a lot of stuff was sold out, but I think this was all second edition stuff yes. um, that was being sold out. So it was like, I, I, I got that so overload of like models. This. And then the price will depend on how many models are in it. Yeah. Uh, this one's actually got seven models because Shenlong has two students who are his, uh, or peasants who are his totems. So he gets two. So retail was 25 And I know this is a second edition one because he's got the scratched out price because they put it on sale. It's got old <laughs> cards in it. But that's all right. New cards are easy. You get the pack, you get all of them. Or you could do and download the free app. Yes. So their app, uh, they started their app in second edition and it was like 10 bucks, and it gave you everything. Now it's just plain free. Yep. And you get access to every single creature, everything in there. Army building also. Yeah, right. army building, rules, everything. Rules even, not just, you know, cards for models and all. Rules, games, and even updates news on there. So it is a great app. So I like that. Um, it makes the game so much easier to play because literally you can go, let me just see what, what my, I'm worried about it. Because you can read a card. It still uses cards and they still come in the boxes. And they are dry erase markable ones too? They are dry erase markable. Uh, good to note because a lot of people don't necessarily know how that works. Uh, if your dry erase marker doesn't dry erase, just hit it again with the dry erase marker and then erase it. It's just means it dried too much and you need to wet it a little bit, which is funny, but that's how it works. Yeah. Sometimes it's old markers <laughs> get like that, but totally doable. Or you can get sleeves to make sleeves. They are tarot, tarot sized cards. Now let me just get, wasn't thinking about getting a card, but I can do that. So they are larger cards. So I have a question before we get too, too far into. They used to be smaller cards. So I got a second edition set here too, because, uh, so, funny note also is that Weird Miniatures sells their old second edition stuff on eBay should you need something from that. And it's from them. So, that's a standard card from the old one compared to the new one. So, terror-sized. So, question about that. But no Are question? some models no longer playable? Question, sir. Oh. <laughs> Looks like I DC'd for a second there. What's your question? Uh, are some models no longer playable? Like, yeah. did, uh, cause I know in the story-wise, so, some models died. Technically and... speaking, there are some models you can't play as many as you used to have. Gotcha. Example, I apparently owned a couple too many Tanuki. And by a couple too many means I bought the box of three because they're little fucking Tanuki. They were awesome. And then they had a second box come out with a with an alternate pose in the box. So that made four. So I bought the box of four. So I had seven. I was never going to use seven, but now they are, they've made it. So all the minions are basically, we'll call it rare three. You can only have three of them. Gotcha. Not all of them. Most of them are three. Some are two. 
Uh, they try to sell, get, get, give you them in the amount you can get, though. So, example, Ashigaru are three. You get three in the box. Even the old boxes, you get three. Three was always sort of the number they did. They do three distinct poses, decided just to make it three. It makes it easier so you can't spam a particularly good minion. Though there's some that are more. Uh, Hamlin, Hamlin, who's like the Pied Piper guy, does rats, and he can have a plethora of rats. My favorite um, word. But, yeah, I mean, I do mean that. A plethora, too many. Uh, uh, none of the models are officially unusable. They all have rules. If you're playing official events they may not uh, allow what they call dead man's hand, in which case you cannot use a handful of characters because they are officially dead or imprisoned. There are four or five, if I remember correctly. There is a henchman or enforcer. So there's, I'll go back step. There are a handful of types of characters in uh, uh, models in Malifaux. There's your master, who is your leader. They get uh, more actions than the rest of the people, and they are generally badass. Maybe only badass in their arena. Sometimes badass all around. Uh, example, Lady Justice, who had purchased originally, is a beater. She's just a melee fucking terror. Uh, Sonya Crid, who the one you bought now, is, uh, as I said, <laughs> magic goes boom. She's a spellcaster, but she does much more standard offensive spells, a lot less on the fuckery. Unless you consider lots of explosions fuckery. Uh, Master Germain, they get a totem who helps them do what they do. Uh, usually has some abilities to synergize with them and do other things. Uh, both those models are free. Your master's free, your totem's free. Um, then there are the next level, which is henchmen, who are like your their second-in-commands. Uh, masters can use soul stones, which are leftover points to do things. Henchmen can also use them. Henchmen can also lead a gang, but they do not suggest it in higher points. Lower points are fine. In higher points, there you might end up regretting it. Uh, and since the henchmen don't get a uh, totem, only masters get totems, there's another model you get for free if you have a henchman lead your group. Um, and then after henchmen are enforcers who are still unique characters who are super cool. Uh, but they don't have any of the extra abilities henchmen. They can't lead your crew. They don't get to use soul stones, but they're just unique dudes. You know, uh, like all these new box sets for that came out for this last book have two masters and a henchman who will work, uh, an enforcer who will work for each of them. So they're sort of your badass dudes who have names, you know. They, uh, there. And then the last type is minions. Minions are just your basic no-name chodes like the Ashigaru. They don't need names. They don't have names. They just go up there and you know do what they do. Um, had a train of thought before that. Trying to figure out where I was going. Don't remember. Uh, the game is completely objective-based. Uh, to the point where it is, I think, the only game I can think of where if you get tabled, you may still win the game. Uh, killing all your enemies' models is not a win condition. Granted, if you kill all your enemies' models, you will have the rest of the turns allotted in the game to try and score objectives and stuff to win. But if your opponent's done a good enough job, you may not be able to. doesn't happen a lot, but I've seen it. It's rare enough that I gave a big uh, 
bonus for that in my old uh, slow grow leagues uh, if someone did that. Uh, the objectives are you always have a strategy that you guys share. Both teams are doing the same strategy. Then a pool of schemes. There'll be five of them that you get to pick and that your opponent will share that also, but you get to pick and choose out of. You won't have them all. So if there are five, there are five there, you will choose two of them that you wish to do and you'll choose them in secret. Necessarily know exactly what you're doing. They have an idea, but um, they won't know exactly what you're looking for. And you reveal them as they come up and score points for that. Uh, they always have a, you know, if you've done this, flip it, reveal it and score X. Then at the end of the game, if you've done this, score Y. Um, and the strategies are turn by turn, usually escalating. You know, if you've killed a model, you score. Next turn, you have to kill two models. Next turn, you gotta kill three models, and so forth. So they are interesting, also interesting because the first turn of the game you can't score, so you get a turn to set up, or murder in the case of some of the games I've seen. Um, but it is very cool if you like objective play. If you want the old, I just want to beat people up, this is not going to be your game. There are some objectives that are beat people up, but they're not going to come up every time. And the game has been forced towards, or, or pushed towards a interactive, you're going to interact with your opponent, you're going to fight each other over trying to do your schemes and strategies. Uh, because the first edition was occasionally non-interactive and it was stupid <laughs> like there were times you had great games there were times like wow you guys didn't inter interactive at all it was fucking silly but they come a long way from that um, well i mean let's... games through games go through changes i mean that's if a game doesn't change then it's you know yeah but you can see that you can see if you look at the first edition to the second edition, to the third edition that they're currently on. Um, and three editions in 13 years is not terrible. No. Not compared to some other games. No, especially when you have a game that comes out and is a little... I mean, it obviously needs a revision. I mean, because it did. Because um, it came out in 2009. Um, but yeah, it is... Uh, most of is it tabled and still won through objectives. It's a, it is a very strategic game. Um... um it's also one of the few where you don't just build a list and play that. The way it happens is you will come to the table with your opponent, you will declare a faction. And then you will flip your schemes and strats. You'll get your strategy and you'll get your schemes, the pool, and you and your opponent will declare masters. Master. And then after knowing all of this information between the two of you, you will go make your force and play so it's interesting like that it, it makes it a harder tournament game but much more interesting in a casual setting well, most it's, of the tournament, it, it, tournament it, it, not but, a bad tournament scene it's just that <clears throat> you're not going to be playing against <clears throat> the fact you're not going to be playing against oh if these guys are playing you know guild I know exactly what he's going to play because they only play this thing Absolutely. Guys, have you thought of using the uh, contrast instead? Uh, I was trying with this first because it's got a really good dark, but yeah, it's not it's not sticking very well, but I think it's also because of the paint. Yeah. I mean, I I'm going to go over it with gold. 
Well, this the contrast is... might actually help. Yeah. I was just kind of playing but, around with this. Anyways. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah. So you, there are still meta things, but there's not really so much. <clears throat> there's ones where like, oh, if you're doing X, Y, and Z, you can totally do this and you get a medalist that way, but it's not really as big a thing. Uh, Mo says, it's also a perk for yourself because some masters suck versus certain objectives or used to be. No, it's still true. There are some objectives you don't want. Like if there's, if the main objective is kill people and I'm playing 10 Thunders, who is like the, you know, uh, Asian themed sort of Yakuza type, uh, I will totally bring Misaki, who is a murder machine and excels at murdering things because she's going to help me fit my objective. But if it's not, and it's something where you need to be a little more shenanigan, I might not choose that. Uh, a lot of the tournaments will limit your pool of masters just to make it easier. Um, honestly, uh, it's the biggest, the hardest thing to teach people because we're coming to a store and just playing a list is we need to teach people to, you need people in the game to not do that, to actually do it the way it's meant. Um Bill, uh, who was our uh, henchman up until he stopped because he's doing other stuff full time, doesn't have time for as many uh, miniatures games. Uh, he just tried so hard to beat that into our brain, and he got really—I would say irate, but exasperated—when I would show up with the same with a list and go, "I'm playing this," and he's like, "But you need to figure out what you're playing." I'm like, "No, nah, I don't. I'm just going to play this. I don't care." <laughs> and he become more exasperated when I would win. Uh, so there are some stuff that's good overall, but generally you do want, and even I would occasionally make some changes based on the scenarios and all, but uh, I like that part of it. it. It's also a cunning, cunning sales pitch because you want more models. Because more models means when you come to play, you have more options. Um, and one of the things it has done, it's sort of done... War Machine should have stolen. So, in 3rd edition, it was... Or 2nd edition, there were... You were a faction, you could take whatever you wanted. And then there were mercenary models and other factions. You could pay an extra point to play, take them. 3rd uh, edition, it's all by keyword. So, your master will have a keyword. You can take any model with that keyword, no matter the faction, at cost. And then... Any other models in your faction that are not versatile, which is basically like the catch-all can play for anyone, um, uh, any other models that aren't versatile will cost you an extra point. So if you really want to bring something like this, totally fits my list and makes it work perfectly. You you just pay a tax on it. And generally, the models are pointed such that it has to be a good synergy, or you like like that model for it to be worth it. You can even bring a second master if you want, but you're paying an extra point unless they share a keyword, which would be really unlikely. Uh, and they're really expensive, but you could do it. I've <laughs> done it. I've done it in one list. I had a list I called the Seven Samurai, and uh, it, you know I brought a second master because it. I mean, I get seven models and, and play. Um, so that's there. It's a really interesting way of doing it with the keywords. So you can you, you actually have to look outside of your faction a little bit. It also limits the models down. So let's say you're going to play, I'm going to use Sonya Crid as the example, I guess. Um, 
Actually, no, I can't. I don't, I don't know where her keyword is. Off the top of my head. Uh, well, I'll, I'll use uh, Misaki, the one I was talking about, the, uh, the Ten Thunders. Her uh, keyword is Last Blossom. So any model that has the Last Blossom keyword, she can use at no extra charge. Even so, this box set, this guy in the middle is Jin, and he is technically a, an Explorer Society model. But he has the Last Blossom keyword, so she can take him at no extra charge, even though he's not in faction. Uh, there's a couple other models that are out of faction here or there for people. Uh, it's an interesting feature to the game. It, it gives you some limitations on what you need to take. if Because you, you can just play one master if you want to. Like, I only want to play, you know, Misaki. So I'm just going to buy stuff that works for Misaki. Um, you know, it gives you a, like, oh, I need all this stuff. No, you need Last Blossom models and then the versatile models from your faction. And then you have... Everything Misaki can play with easily. If you should expand, you can start expanding out into uh, other models that you're, uh, you know, that uh, in your faction that you may help. You know, maybe you think uh, your Misaki crew needs a fucking Gatling gun, so you buy a samurai. The samurai have Gatling guns. Don't ask. It's uh, weird. Yeah, it's weird. Exactly. Uh, maybe you decide that's what it is, then do it. You, you buy the models, you've got the pack of three, and now just pay an extra point, you get it. Uh, yeah, so yeah, some models will have extra keywords. Um, some even have weird keywords where, uh, so there is, um, there's also a lot of dual faction models that, that play for two factions. <clears throat> Become interesting. Uh, one of them is Captain Zip, who is an air pirate, but he's a gremlin. So his factions, he is both gremlin, but he's also outcasts. So you can play him in either, but regardless what faction you play him in, he can take infamous models, which is his keyword, uh, for no extra cost. Uh, and then some models get double keywords, like so. There's a couple models that are in. There's a model, at least one model, that's infamous. And versatile, so that, you know, you can take him out of faction, in faction, whatever. Uh, a lot of really good models. And on models, I would say that they are, you know, we always say, you know, GW has the best models. They pretty much do. But if some of them's given a fucking run for their money, it's Malifaux. Malifaux has really cool poses. Even mm -hmm. though they do have tactical rocks but they're not tactical rocks like the whatchamacallits that uh that are on caskets that uh, fits so them so that's it's not really not, a tactical rock it's, that's not a tactical rock that casket's part of what they do correct it, it, it's tactical items but not a tactical rock yeah they'll have some stuff it's it's, it's always appropriate not just a rock yes. um in fact some of the models have too little tactical bullshit and are hard to fit on their base sometimes <laughs> if there is a problem with their models, that they are occasionally way too fucking fiddly. Oh, yeah. That has been like, some people are like, oh, you've never put together Malifaux models before. <laughs> Jan loves beard. He has a little Fu Manchu beard. That's a separate part. Uh, and uh, Legion says, what about masters with two keywords? Do you have, to cho do you have a cho choice of keyword or do you get both? No master has two keywords. Every master has... They might have a second keyword, but it's not a whole faction. They're very... 
They're, uh, they're actual 30 millimeter models. They're a little bit bigger than GW models. Uh, or a little differently big than GW models. Similar size, though, overall. It's not Heroic 28 or anything. It's actual 30 mils. Uh, much closer to a MCP scale, maybe just a touch below Marvel Crisis Protocol scale. Uh, English Ivan Double Agent. Well, English Ivan only has one faction. It's Explorer Society. I know that for a fact because uh, his card's right here. He uh, does not have two keywords. He has one, it looks like. So he'll have a second keyword, but there's not models for that. It's not like it's a, you can choose two different things. I'll have to research him since he's brand new, but I don't think there's actually is. If it is, I think you get to choose both of them because it just has to share a keyword with your master. Yeah, he's, I'll take a look at that. He's, I don't think that both are keywords. I think only one is his keyword. I think the other one's something else. Uh, Jan Lowe, for example, has both, uh, retainer and ancestor where only one of those is actually technically a model uh the other one i think is just another keyword that does other things because they use keywords for everything undead's a keyword that doesn't count giant um, chickens yeah giant chicken would have chicken keyword maybe tasty keyword <laughs> um what about okay tables what does it play on what type of terrain I know that's uh, very important to a lot of people nowadays. Uh, it's a uh, three by three. Oh, I thought it was played on a four by four. Nope, three by three. And terrain wise, they give you full terrain rules in the book, and they are detailed, and you, you're going to want to read them because you define every piece of terrain. You know, but it's all key. It, it seems weird, but it's with their keyword things. So like, is it blocking terrain? Is it destructible? What's the height of it? You know, all those things so you can know what to do with it. Because things will interact with terrain. And if it's not destructible, obviously you can't destroy it. Uh, so there's a whole bunch, there's a whole section on that. And it seems intimidating the first time you read it. But when you just sit down and understand, you realize... Oh, it just makes sense, you know. Oh, here's a pool of lava. It's hazardous terrain. It may even be impairing terrain. You might have to, you know, you might not get as much movement through it. But it's it's hazardous. It'll hurt you if you stay there. And hazardous doesn't always just hurt. Sometimes it's hazardous and gives you something else. You know, hazardous and gives you a condition or something. Because they use a lot of conditions to... Uh, to affect models. You know, there's a bunch of standard ones, burning, poison, focus, distracted. There's a bunch of, of basic ones. And then a lot of characters, a lot of masters have their own shenanigans. Uh, the one thing about this game is it takes a little longer to get into because just about every master has their own version of fuckery and you need to learn it. You know, uh, some model like, uh, Jacob Lynch gives out, uh, uh, what is it called? Brilliance markers and models might get affected. They, you know, when they attack, you might use a brilliance mo mo marker off of an enemy model to boost your attack or boost your damage or something. But those are all self-contained on the cards and has it. Cause honestly, if the master's not there, you may not need it or 
Sometimes it only matters for that one thing, you know? Uh, poison markers. A lot, a lot of poison and burning and stuff do their own thing, but then other models might affect that. You know, for example, they're a brewmaster, who's the uh, gremlin, who obviously makes alcohol, works a lot with poison counters, and if... You know, he is a one, I think, where you take all your poison damage right now, and then your poison goes down by one. So he can sort of force you to, to if you will, sober up and take the damage right away. So there's a lot of interesting stuff like that, and it does make for a slightly more complicated game, which is, I think, why it stays Tier 3 rather than crossing into Tier 2, though it's always sort of been right on that edge. You know, it never quite got to the uh, War Machine heights, necessarily. But, uh, you know, it's just always going to be a little more complicated initially. Uh, it's one I suggest first couple games you take your time on. Maybe you should base it brown instead. Yeah, I'm like the... the. You got to find something that sticks to that shit. Yeah, the metallic's not working. Did Which you spray are... metallic? It is a spray metallic. Mm. Yeah, so I'm gonna t- I, I dull, dull coated it a little bit. Just say, just I saw so. that, yeah. Just so I can get it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try some yellow on it. See what it does when it does yellow on it. But, um, so playing on a three by three. Mm-hmm. Um, question on playing on a three by three. Can you technically one a beat somebody? No. Can, or I should say, destroy a bunch of their models in one a, or they're all stupid. their ranges. It, it, I mean, if they're stupid, like there are snipers and snipers have the ability to potentially shoot 24 inches or, or, or I think someone can shoot 36 inches. So if you don't start and cover necessarily, and they have those models, yeah, but you're going to know everything your enemy has. So, you know, there's the potential for that. Just, uh, maybe, uh, play smart. Yeah. Be, be careful. I mean, like a lot of games, um, you know, I've had, you know, both move models up to where I thought they were safe and they weren't, and, you know, it's, it happens. And I've had opponents like YOLO people into me and not realize they were YOLOing. And then you're like, uh, you just YOLO'd and I'm going to make you pay. I'm sorry. Sorry. not sorry. But you learn that it's like any game. I mean, fucking 40 K you can do that. Hell yeah. Uh, I would say the barometer for first turn fuckery is 40 K and it is less first turn fuckery than 40 K. Um, but the potential's there. But most of those models that are snipers definitely suffer when you start getting them in melee. They might have a way out, but it may not be consistent, or it may take extra resources. Um, we haven't talked about the uh, 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 conflict resolution, the mechanics of that, which are the most unique in gaming, is that there are no dice. Because you use was ostensibly a deck of cards. Um, it's just like a standard deck. It's got two jokers and, uh, it doesn't need necessarily the face cards because those are all 11, 12 and 13. But if you've got face card, face cards, I mean, if you've got standard deck of cards, you can use them. Uh, there are four suits and abilities will potentially get, uh, bonuses. They're called triggers off of those suits. Um, and it's all, you know, you'll flip cards from your deck and you'll also have a hand of cards that you can quote unquote cheat from cheating is the actual mechanic that's called in the game. 
So don't feel bad about that. Uh, yeah, the deck card thing is very unique. Um, so when you when you a door resolution super simple really. You come in, you go. I'm going to. Yamasaki is going to use her Bicento uh, against your your dude. I'm going to flip a card. I Bicento attack and then use the number on the attack. It's on the back of the card. It'll have a number. It'll say it affects defense and it's attack seven. So all right, seven plus my flip. And you'll have your defense, and you'll flip a card for defense, and you'll have, you know, whatever your defense value is, plus your flip. And then whoever's losing gets a chance to cheat the duel out of their hand. So it, it's one of those ones where in, a, in most games, if you're, you know, if you've got a great hand, you might flip terribly and need to use that hand early. And eventually your flip should become decent. But due to the way it works, just like dice, some games you are just going to be fucked. It happens. It's rare. It's annoying, but it happens. And then, uh, addition, so that whole thing you'll compare. You'll you'll compare if attacker is equal or higher to the defense, then it'll hit, and if not, then it misses. And then there are triggers based off the suits and the cards. Um that may do other things. And some may even do something on a fail. Uh, there's one I saw. Um, you'll add two to your next duel, you know, that you do. So, you know, oh, cool. Uh, I missed my first attack. Now I get plus two on my next attack. That's cool. Um, there are defensive triggers. Some work on even if you fail. Some only work if you win. Uh, one of them, Tara, undead. She has a hole in her chest because she got shot. Uh, if you use a range attack and she gets the right trigger, she can just, even if she fails, she can just go, I take no damage from your range attack because it went through the hole. Uh, and there's a lot of cool effects like that. And a lot of powers may not seem too impressive. And then you start looking at the triggers like, oh, okay, I can do this. Some of them are versatile where you can attack friends in this game. I'm sorry, War Machine of Hordes guys are upset you can't do that in that game anymore. Uh, you can attack friends and some of the power, some of the towers like have different effects versus friends or enemies. You know, and you can declare different triggers. There's some triggers you're like, I'm going to declare this trigger because it helps my friend, or I'm not going to declare this trigger because it helps. Would don't want to help an enemy. Uh, the Tanuki I did for they can they have stuff that can help friends and enemies. You know, they can end conditions and give new conditions. If you're attacking the enemy, you're like, I'm going to end your fast condition so, you don't, so you're not fast anymore. And then I got the trigger, I'm going to give you poison. Well, on a friendly, like, I'm going to end your slow condition, and I'm not going to give you poison because I like you. <laughs> so there's a lot of depth there and there, and a lot of the abilities. Uh, the card, like, you will cheat down sometimes on cards, and the whole thing's like that. It's all, there are some simple duels where you don't, you only have a target number, you don't have a resisted duel, and you just slip a card plus whatever your ability is and go, I need like a seven. I got a seven. Cool. But you sometimes cheat down to get the suit you want so that you can do your cool stuff. So that's also very interesting. I think it's the most intriguing part. And, you know, it helps because rarely do I see a game where, you know, a match someone screwed the whole game. You know, it's hard to get dice because eventually the cards have got to turn in your favor. Um, 
But being able to manipulate your cards and all that is a huge advantage, and sometimes you can take that and just end up just ahead. Uh, damage dealing is based off the cards as well. Um, depending on your outcome, which is how much you succeed by, will depend on how many cards you flip. Um, and you'll have... The cards are split up. One through five is uh, light. Then six through ten is moderate. Then eleven through... 13 is severe. And you'll flip damage based off that. And you'll flip multiple cards depending on abilities and how well you hit. If you hit exactly like, all right, I got a 14, you got a 14, you're going to get a minus two to that flip. And a minus generally means you're flipping more cards and you have to take the lowest. Um, but on the other hand, if you get an 11 or better difference, you're going to flip plus one. And plus means that you flip multiple cards and you take the higher. Or... You take your choice, technically speaking. With damage, it can happen in duels as well. Um, and that does mean, with the cheating mechanic, you can't... If you have a negative duel, you can't cheat. Because it's a rule in the game, but even if you could mechanically, sure, you cheat a higher card, and then now you just got to take the lower card that's already there. But they just say you can't cheat in a duel. The other cool, let's say... Um, card mechanic is the Jokers. You keep the Jokers in the deck. And then there's two. There's the black and the red. The black Joker is bad. Counts as zero and you can't cheat. Really sucks. If you're attacking somebody, if you're doing damage, it means no damage is done no matter what your minimum is. And the red Joker is a 14. You get to choose whatever suit you want for it. And if you flip it for damage, you do your maximum damage plus one. Um, so it is, you know, there's some really cool effects there. I really like the card mechanics with it. It's uh, unique and interesting. And somehow still relatively balanced. <laughs> Again, if you can do shenanigans with cards, it will get unbalanced quickly. But that means that's what your master does. And their master's probably doing something else. You so know. can you give, because, you know, I know you can't do because there there is actually quite a few models for this game. Quite a few. Um, if you could describe the factions, give a brief description. I'm gonna let this sit because I think I may have to reprime over everything that I want to paint. Ah, I think it's just too slick, so I may have to reprime that. So I'm gonna let that set. I'm gonna let that yellow sit, but I think I'm gonna have to prime over everything. Just use some. Uh, whatchamacallit, uh, brush-on primer on it. Oh. And get it done. I can give a, a, a basic capsule of most of the factions. There's, uh, I guess, one I don't really know because they're really new and I haven't really checked what they're about. Hasn't been pertinent yet. But, uh, so the guild, which is the one you've chosen from twice now. Yep. I just like uh, the style of them. They're the man. They're fucking terrible. They're the average... Robber Baron sort, just making money off the common man. Yes. They're the law, you know, like, for example, Sonya Crit is in charge of hunting down mages. Uh, you know, Lady Justice is in charge of hunting down undead. Uh, and they have a bunch of that. Um, are they all bad? Yeah, pretty much. 
<laughs> they don't think they're the bad guys, but for the most part, they are the bad guys. But yeah. a lot like 40K, there's not necessarily good guys. Um, so next uh, on my head will be the Arcanists. The Arcanists are sort of like a combo. It is both the renegade mages, you know, that don't want to be caught by the guild, and then also the common working man, the, uh, you know, the, the steam fitters and, uh, is it, uh, M and issue, the metal and steam fitters union. Uh, so it's both of those, the mages work with them because they're all sort of oppressed by the man. Um, yeah, steam fitters and miners. Thank you. Um, so they're mostly that a bunch of mages. And then the other half is the, the, this common miners and all, uh, next is the resurrectionists pretty much figure out what they're about they're about the undead and shit undead and spirits and all um they're not meaning well mages quote unquote like say the mnsu guys like the uh the uh, like the uh, arcanists but you know they're not all terrible people but most of them are terrible people <laughs> one of them is based off jack the jack ripper for fuck's sake jack the ripper with a giant handgun um but again, in every faction, there's good guys and bad guys, kind of. But they're mostly about the undead. Not as much summoning. Summoning in this game has been toned down because it was fucking egregious. Um, then next faction, let's see. Who would we do next? Is the Neverborn. Neverborn are the initial residents of Malifaux, of the world. They are, they're kind of demonically styled, but they're not demons necessarily. I but almost went with them. Yeah, they're 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 and they're terrible, but they're natives. So are they terrible? Uh, they are murder, 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 and nightmare fairies. Yes, nightmare fairies definitely mo. Uh, I almost went with them for the simple fact that I liked. Um, there was like some druid or creatures that had like a tentacle whip, like poison ivy type thing. There was a bot core box set and like. I was like, uh, didn't. And then I also went that with sounds the like that's that... probably Nakima's one. Yeah, I think that's who it was. Nakima's a murder machine. But yeah, so they're 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 not pleasant. But again, we're invading. You know, the rest of people are invading their land. So uh, after that, I think Guild is the next faction. Not Guild's the next faction. Guild is the first faction. Outcasts are the next faction, and they're sort of the catch-all for everyone else. They're the mercenaries, because technically being a mercenary is illegal. And a bunch of guys who don't fit in anything else, like uh, Leviticus, who is doing weird technological... Uh, there's more. I'm getting there. Slow your roll. Weird technological undead combination things and and all. Uh, it's kind of a catch-all people who don't fit anywhere else. Uh, a lot of them... The Outcasts in First Edition actually had more people. For example, Misaki, who's in Ten Thunders now, who I'll get to, was originally an Outcast. Because when they came in, they didn't have a, have a foothold, so she was just in the Outcasts. And the Gremlins were originally an Outcast. But the Gremlins became their own faction. And the Gremlins are... It was last of the original ones, Legion. Uh, the Gremlins are... I mean, they're also natives. They're like goblins and all. Uh, they don't have a theme other than they're all Gremlins. They have a wide variety. Gremlins are big at mimicking other people. So there are some that imitate 
other factions crews to a point. Uh, it's sort of if you want a wild and varied playstyle, that would definitely be the most wild and varied playstyle. But all the factions get you a little bit of that. Uh, Gremlins, uh, Ten Thunders. Ten Thunders are the fucking Yakuza. Basically. All that Asian theme and everything, you know, from ninjas to geishas to um, whatever. And they were the first one with the multi-factions where people were, were infiltrating other factions to keep tabs on them. Uh, for example, Mei Feng is Arcanist's uh, and Ten Thunders. She is technically working for the Ten Thunders, but she's infiltrating the Arcanists to, you know, keep the uh, the rail workers. She's in charge of the rail workers in the foundry. So that's sort of her thing. And they're all like that. You know, they're all people in there. And some of them have been kicked out through the various editions. Some of the dual faction models have been found out and booted. Uh, McMorning, who is sort of like the Mad Doctor, used to be like the uh, coroner. But the guild figured him out, so they booted him. Um, let's see. I believe... Oh, then the new faction is the Explorers Guild, who I don't know much about. Um, they're pretty brand new. They're new to this edition. And I've not read their book. My buddy Dave would know about But it looks like they have a bunch of... Some dual faction guys and spies and such. Because most of the ones... English Ivan who uh, the years mentioned is absolutely a spy. That is his thing because he is neither English and you're pretty sure his name ain't Ivan. Uh, and then like Cornelius base is a Badlands sheriff. He's explorer society and guild. So he's working in the Badlands as a sheriff for the uh, guild, but he's got multiple faction, multiple loyalties, let's say. So some interesting stuff, but I haven't read a lot about him. But all the factions have at least five masters, probably more. And then the most recent book called Malifaux Burns is a storyline. The Burning Man got released and changed a lot of the masters. So now you have two versions, sort of like an epic version for the War Machine people out there. Uh, but you can choose either one. One's not necessarily better. They're just different. Uh, for example, in this box here that I have is and English Ivan. I don't know how English Ivan has changed, but Misaki went from being a murder machine to sort of in-the-shadows Oyabun type. So, uh, a lot of depth there. They they keep, try to keep their releases from being extravagant. They've done a lot of combining boxes recently. So, yeah, you're paying a little more money. The price went a little more, but you're getting everything you need. So, like, you'll have the core box, like you bought, and they'll have eventually a supplement box where, oh, you're playing whatever Sonic Crit's keyword is. Here's a box with the stuff you need. Which would probably be Witchling Handlers and then some other minion in there. Um, you know, that's just to keep the SKUs down, which apparently is now the big thing, and I don't blame them. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much an overview. <laughs> And right, pretty much on time. Um, so if someone was going to buy into this and, and get an army started, what should they do? And how much are they thinking about, how much should they be thinking about spending? Uh, well, you download the app. Mm 
Um, the rule book is not required, but if you do, the rule book's only like 20 bucks or something like that, so it's cheap. But all the rules are here. It's easier to read them on the rule book. Um, how much are you looking to spend? Well, you're going to get the the core box for your whatever master you choose to play for about $45. Uh, retail, of course. Mm-hmm. And assuming Oops. your faction has the... Whoa, what are you doing? I accidentally hit the button. <laughs> assuming your faction has like a support box. There's two sorts of support boxes they're going for now. They're doing a keyword box. Um, I'm just going to go here to Outcast real quick. Uh, so yeah, starter box is 45, uh, for most of the factions. And then you'll add a, you can add a keyword box that is between 25 and 40, depending on what's in it. Um, so for example, here's the Von Schilkor box is 55. It's a little more because you get a couple more models thinking they're a little bigger, and then he's got a backup box that's 40 bucks, so you're at 95. And that'll get you enough to play with initially. And then there's also a another box that's 35 for him, so like upgrade one, upgrade two kind of thing. So if you bought all the Von Schill stuff just off the bat, you're looking at 130. So Overall, you're looking at a buck sixty because you'll want to buy the rule book. You want to buy a deck of fake cards because it's easier than trying to use an actual deck of cards. They look cooler too. And, yeah, and that'll get you everything you need for like Von Show, and he's one of the more he's more normal priced. So when you say keyword, you up, yeah, keyword. So like his is uh, Frycorn. Frycorn. So you'll try to find another something else that's got that keyword. Yeah, so he's got the core box, which has him, uh, his totem, a henchman, and three minions. And then you'd follow it up with the auxiliary forces, which has uh, two more groups of minions, a three and a two. His, uh, uh, I think they're called trappers now, or trackers. They're snipers, basically. And then the flammenwerfers. They have a different name now, but they basically have flamethrowers. And then there's another one that's called Cunning Act Technology, which is two engineers and Lazarus, who's a big uh, construct with a grenade launcher with a bayonet, because who doesn't want a grenade launcher with a bayonet? <laughs> and then if you wanted to up it again after that, you could choose the, out- the, with the starter box, which I believe even comes with a deck in it. It has, yeah, it's got a deck, uh, some measuring, a measuring tool, and then has four outcast models. A uh, two... Uh, two minions, an enforcer, and a henchman. So even with that, because uh, that means you don't have to pay with, you don't have to get the uh, the deck anymore. So with the rule book and that, you're looking at, what, uh, under 200, just about 200. Which is really good. I mean, that's yeah. one thing I, I, I will say. Like I said, I've never been able to play it. The demo I got was horrible, so I pushed it off. But it's a very cheap game to get into, comparatively. Yeah, and then... Every once in a while, every two years or so, maybe they'll put out a book that's, you know, like a wow, it's 25 bucks. So, like, this is the most recent book, has story and then all the new cards, like all the new people, what they're what they have. Their, their cards are listed in the book, so you can see exactly what they do. Yeah, so you and then 
you buy a core box, then you buy an expansion box. Yep, and that'll that'll start you off. At that point, you can play probably thirty five, maybe fifty, if you put everything in. And is that a standard point value? Because you know, when, when you go to a tournament, they tell you how many points you're you're going to spend. They always go higher fifty, but thirty five to fifty is the ones they generally suggest. So you easily do uh, these are do thirty five. Uh, the name of the app is probably the Malifo M3 Crew Builder. Yeah, it's M3 Malifo. Crew Builder. Yeah, it might be under Malifo. M3E is yep. what it's abbreviated. I downloaded it because I was I was curious about what it was like and free. Yeah, th- that's the thing now. If you're not doing a free app for your for a game or an army, it's you it, don't have to do free. They paid. They, their first app was ten bucks. I'm like correct. I'll take temp sure whatever ten bucks, but uh, it's free. You'll want the rule book in addition because it is much easier to reference. But the app is updated like when a so they errata cards yearly, and they'll make them available. Uh, Wargame Vault has like Card Vault something as part of it. You can buy specific cards for anything that's been errated there at a reasonable price. And if it's popular enough, they'll put out a pack with the uh, all the errata cards and then the what we call the gaining grounds. Uh, so the scenarios are in the book. The core rulebook has all the strategies and schemes. Every year they update them based on what's come out to make sure they can. And, you know, people may have broken something, so they fix it. Those are called gaining grounds, and they have one yearly. What, you mean players can break stuff? Yes. Like we always do. Yes. <laughs> so there's there. It's a really good game. It's still on my list of one of the best out of the box. The only downside is there's no box. So like MCP where you go, here's a box. You can play with this. Is to get there. But once you get the rule book and all that stuff, like literally you probably don't even need to go to that. You could buy one of the crew boxes and then the, the, Starter box for your faction if they have one because a couple don't have them yet. For example, like so you can buy, you know, Von Schill and the Outcast Crew Box or Outback Starter or Outcast Starter Box and the rule book. It's a buck twenty. You can probably play thirty five point games easily then. And then go from there. And with the way the models work, you you have an easy set path for what you want. because um, they still have some single models you may want to get. There's one when I send Captain Missy her box, she'll want to buy. She'll want to buy Archie, but she'd want to buy Archie anyways. And the box I'm sending you comes with the pirate hat for Archie because it's a pirate theme. Might as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good game. One of the best out of the box. Plays very good. Plays reasonably clean. Pre-measure. Um, uh, what about activation? Is it alternate activation? Alternate activations. I can't remember if you said that or not. Yeah, I did not. No. Which is, uh, which is, it's the new right way to go. Yeah. If your game's not alternating activations. You better have a, you, you gotta have something that goes along with it to, to make sure that the reason why you're not doing alternate activations. And yes, 40k could not be alternating activations. It would require a whole new game. Yeah. That, that was called, that was called Epic Armageddon. It was fucking awesome. I don't know why GW canceled it. Fuckers. <laughs> uh, so if you have any questions on Malifo, hit me up. Happy to answer them. I'm not the super expert I was at one point when uh, Not Brushhead Dave and I were playing every Friday, but we'll, we'll get back there. 
Probably close the raffle. Oh, yeah, let's go ahead and close that raffle. Uh, anybody else? Give, give you like one minute to put in your tickets so you can get a Turbodork gift certificate, $50. Give them the last one of those out. It's our last one. Uh, I was originally going to do uh, reach into my sack and pull out a prize, but uh, we'll do that next week. Okay. Um, and give, give this away. So uh, we'll give about another minute. Um, I do like, um, like I says, I wish I had had somebody like you to demo the game for me so I could get a real true experience of it because the guy that did it was, it was just bad. Which is weird because the two player, uh, so I have the old two player starter set. I have the models. I was going to paint them up. I was going to apply to be a henchman when Bill was stepping down, but third edition came out and shit happened. And there you go. But I still have that. We use that occasionally because it's too small forces for people to get used to how to play the game a little bit. And remember, if you're teaching people, look at that. We talked about this last week. You know, get a small set. You don't have to start them off with, like, the full fucking, <laughs> you know, everything. Full fuckery is not first game. No, I think a core, box, first game. a core box is a good start to teach. Uh, core bo- yeah. Core box versus core box would be great. Yeah. Uh, this is actually even a level below that because it's like a core box minus the master and totem. Yeah. Like, nope, those out. Here we go. Hey, just four dude. models and four models. It's 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 a good way to learn. You can learn a little bit of objectives and all that. And there's a lot there. There's a lot of depth there. If you're looking for if you're looking for that game that's got that depth, there you go. If you're looking for one where you can tweak your list building constantly, like a 40k, that's not going to work because of the way it plays, but is what it is. All right. I am closing it out. Here goes the close entries. All right. Drum roll, please, John. (laughs) Captain (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Captain Mizzy. Uh, and Captain Mizzy had a really good story. Um, Tobor Dork sent her an email saying, hey, we're sending you a, a thing of paint out. And so what happened is Turbo Dork realized that one of the bottles of paint they sent out was defective. And oh. so they just replaced it. They're like, here you go. Sorry, that bottle of paint we thought was defective. Here is the paint. Here's, here's a correct bottle. And I'm like, that's good. As a customer service manager in real life, I applaud great customer service when I hear it. Yeah. You know, I'm that guy who will stop and do the survey. When you Would you like to take a short survey on your experience today? Oh, would I? <laughs> like, I, I literally think I spent like 15 minutes on one survey because like typing stuff out like, all right, I think you repped this and this should have done this. This is this. just like, what the fuck? But it's what I do. I mean, yeah, I'm a professional. So, anyways, let's get to that uh, beautiful media section. This week, you what? I didn't watch much this week. It's- I didn't either. This was a very, um, very low key week for me because there's not much on right now. I uh, mean, I have plenty to catch up on, just not necessarily the time to catch up. Yeah, there just wasn't a lot for me to catch up on. So I, don't I was know how just y'all like, do it. Eh. I don't know how y'all do it. Well, I don't sleep, so, you know, there's that, too. I'll do it. <laughs> like last night, I went to bed at 3 o'clock, 3.30 in the morning, and woke up at 7 o'clock. 
I mean, wow. Yeah, that's that's I, I I'm getting back to my normal routine, I, and I'm not liking I, it. I'd call out of work at that point. There's no way I'd be functional. <laughs> so I've got to get rid of that. I, I don't have very many, um, but I do want to go over She-Hulk because did you watch that this week? I did. Okay. But um, if they give me weekly, I'm going to try and keep up weekly because I can do weekly. Yeah. You know what? I I, I don't want to say that I'm upset with the episode, but I didn't like it was so short. But I want more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I want I more from the show. I want give, give me more. Give me give 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 me more. The thing is, though, I felt like it told a chapter. Correct. I was just wanting more. <laughs> well, they're doing more episodes now. They're not doing like six episodes. It's nine or ten or whatever it's going to yeah. be. So I don't mind if they're a little shorter if they're doing it. Because honestly, conversely, the big thing stopping me from getting to be able to catch up on Stranger Things is every episode's more than a fucking hour. Yeah, like hour and a half on some of them. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Like, that's that's a time investment. Yeah. And it's not like it came out weekly and came up with it. Suddenly it was just like, blah, Stranger Things. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> you yeah. Give me weekly. I can try and keep up with weekly. As long as life doesn't go crazy, I can keep up with it. And that's my goal. But when you don't, that's why I don't like things that just vomit the whole series. I'm like, now it becomes, it feels like I'm behind. Yeah. But no, I liked it. Uh, I like that they keep getting the actors back. Uh, I love uh, the actress playing She-Hulk. She's great. Yep. Uh, all the cast has been good. It's a right combination of quirky but real. I could see someone going to their new boss and going, here's the best bathroom to poop in. And I'm like, yeah, I could see someone doing that. <laughs> Absolutely. I uh, thought it was I thought it was good, too. I didn't have any issues with it. But, I mean, it was just weird being short is what it was. I was like, oh, man, I could... I wanted more, but it wasn't bad. It was I would just... rather them make it the the exact length it needs to be rather than filler. Yeah. So, I mean, I enjoyed because it. at some point, it's respect from Disney. Hey, we know you guys are busy. Here's just enough for that chapter. So, I mean, I, I, I had fun with it. I thought it was good. Um, I know that... Um, what is it? They did release who's going to be in the new... What's that Evil <laughs> Avengers group? I can't remember the name of it. The Thunderbolts? Thunderbolts. I don't I don't know. I've never, never read the comics. So I'm just... Uh, so, tangent time, since we don't have a lot of things. The original uh, yeah. Thunderbolts comic was fucking amazing. Like, it wasn't necessarily the best, but, like, when the reveal came in, it was so good. And they revealed first ep issue, and you're like, holy shit. Because literally, it's like all these villains the Avengers have faced in alternate identities because the Avengers are no longer around. Like, it's it was a good story. And it redeemed some characters, which is good. I wish they had some more good villains to redeem because you could totally do that, and it, would, it could make a good story. You know, like if a... I mean, like an abomination. If he wants to ab uh, redeem himself, he could be in there and redeem himself. He'd, he'd take the place of, uh, what does he call himself? Something glowy, glowy but not Goliath, because Goliath is the other name for that guy. I forget what he calls himself. But, so, th it was a really good comic series. Uh, so... Uh, well, yeah, so interesting to see that. And then uh, September 9th, 
So shortly after our next podcast, we'll, uh, we're two podcasts from now, we will tell you we'll talk about the the cast for the Fantastic Four. Yeah, because so so right now the cast for Thunderbolt for people to know is uh, Valentina, Julie Louise Dreyfus's character, mm-hmm. Yelena, Baron Zemo, John Walker, Abomination, and Ghost. Yep, I, I heard that. I think it's all that it that's that they've got casted. Um, I, I, I'm ready to see Baron Zemo again. Cause I liked him. Fucking Zemo was great. That's how you can tell Daniel Brule's a great actor because he, he stands out in a role like that. Just in limited time. He just stands out. Yeah. Um, kind of interesting for ghost. Cause you know, well, no, it's see what's doing though. is that's redeemable. So there's some redeemable Correct. people there. So, yes. Ghost and is a redeemable character. You sort of get the opinion. idea that Valentina is the unredeemable one. Maybe, maybe Zemo. I don't know if he's redeemable, really. He actually is always very sympathetic. But sympathetic in that, no, dude, you're wrong, but I understand. Well, and you also got John Walker, a.k.a. Totally redeemable. U.S. agent, yep. U.S. agent is, is because he was brutal. Who somehow has a less tragic backstory than in the comics. Good job. <laughs> I mean, you really don't see a lot of abomination in the Marvel Universe to begin with. Little hit snippets here and there. It was in Shang Chi. Yeah, but now you're going to see a lot. Yeah, that's, I think it's funny. <laughs> Explains why he's in She Hulk because they've got him under contract now. Like we want to do another. Seems like he'd be happy to do another one. Oh, I'm yeah. interested to see where that goes. I am too. I'm also interested if they can get Fantastic Four off the ground. Like you can do some things with Fantastic Four because She Hulk was a member of the Fantastic Four for a while. Because Ben Grimm went and did his own thing. The thing. Did his own thing. Did his own thing. Pun not intended, but I'm drunk. Uh, but And she was in there for a while, so we'll see. And she's much more serious in there. She didn't break the break the uh, the third wall there at all. Uh, yeah, I don't think she did. She did in the, in the, she did in the, in the, the TV show, but. Yeah. Actually, technically, there was a couple potential wall breaks. I love the calling out that I was a totally different guy at that point. It was great. <laughs> so. Yeah, she all. We love it. No, I'm, I'm blessed with it. No problem whatsoever. Yeah, um, I mean, so what else you got? I mean, or do we just ramble on? Because I can ramble on because I had a discussion with uh, Trollton Heston, who was one of the old uh, Pay for That John guys, who thought that Disney Plus isn't really worth it anymore. Ooh, okay, like, hold on. I'm a little disappointed. Okay, hold on. Um, before you go on that, um, things I watched this week. Uh, I'm watching Dota. The Netflix, which is based off the video game cartoon, I guess a book three dropped and I was like, you know, I need something to watch just uh, while I'm doing something and it's okay. It's not a bad cartoon and you know, it's not a bad, you know, story. I'm a little confused every time I watch it. Cause I'm just like, what, what? But for the most part, eh, I'm okay with it. it it's all right. I'm going to wait till book three is done and give it a review, but. Yeah, pretty much Banyan. Yeah, it, it Dota is based on a game that is based off a mod for another game. But, you know, I'm going to go with it. Just let it slide and, you know, watch it for what it is. So, other than that, um, I really didn't watch a lot. So, it's going to be interesting. Nah, I did a lot of YouTube videos like I normally do. Hey, shout out to everyone. Check out music. Just If you're on a Discord or something, there's a music channel. Put your cool stuff in there, and then when other people put their cool stuff, give it a listen. 
Don't just discard it going, oh, I don't think I like that. Try everything. Uh, I have one Discord I'm on where people put music in there, and I try everything just to hear what it's like. Find new bands. I mean, I found a new band when I was uh, working from home. Um, they're called the Lucky Chops. They're in New York, and they're all horns instrumental band, and <laughs> they're fucking amusing. Uh, you know, just try stuff like that. There's a lot of great. I mean, I like them so much. I looked up their page. They had an Indiegogo up. I'm like, sure, here, have some money. Give me your album when it comes out. Cool. Sounds good. You know, try that stuff out. Keep trying it. That's what YouTube's good for. It's a great way for those content creators to get the stuff out there. And then support your other content creators. You know, if you've got a, a Discord channel that you like that also puts out YouTube videos, give them a watch. Maybe just half watch them on your second screen or in the background or whatever. Just try and help them out because this is how you keep those content creators up. You may not think like it's anything, but YouTube tracks those views and it helps those people. You know, we don't make any money on YouTube. Don't, I mean, if you want to watch our stuff on YouTube, cool, but. We're know, not monetized. We're not monetized. There's other people who are. Support them. Buy their merch if you can. Just do what you can. I mean, it's it's a tough time for everyone and those guys are suffering a little bit, you know, as things go down. <clears throat> they don't have the same, you know. If shit goes down, I'm still going to have a job. You know, I might not have as many people to do my job. means I have to do more work, but I'll still have a job. Those guys, you know, it's, they, they live a potential any day. The, the, the bottom could fall under their, their viewership and they could just go away. You know, they can't always uh, do it. So if you like the people, support them. If they're branching out, try and support them. You know? I was uh, homesick on Thursday, so my uh, the streamer was playing a game I don't I don't care about. I put him on in the background, muted the tab, mute the tab up at the uh, top, not down at the bottom. Yep. And you can give them your view. I I looked at him. So I'm like, oh, what's he doing? Oh, that's cool. Listen for a bit. Okay, cool. You know. So remember, we're we're supporting them. Do what you can to support them. Uh, the the reality is that a lot of us often have a little bit of extra money that may not mean much to us. You know, like let's say I buy one less monster, that extra money could help him out a huge. That's why we do Patreons and stuff, why we support all our content creator friends. Just do what you can for him. Yeah. Uh, so Disney plus not being worth it. So he said, <laughs> and I was a little harsh with him in person. And if he ever listens to this, my apologies, dude, I, I get a little harsh like that, but we go at each other like that all the time. So I know you understand. Um, he's like, series that uh, wasn't for me. I'm like, okay, fair. Miss Marvel wasn't for you. You're not the demographic, but you can't call it bad. And you can't fucking, are you blaming them for putting out something that's not for you? This just in, every fucking streaming service is looking to put out stuff that's not for you. They want stuff to also be for you, but it's not all going to be for you. And then he called Obi-Wan not good. And I was critical of Obi-Wan, but not good was not something I would call it. I would say it had a not good episode. But overall, I would still say it was good. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he bitched about uh, Book of Boba Fett. And I, and I told him straight up, remember, so... If Disney Plus is not looking good and you haven't liked Obi-Wan, you didn't like Book of Boba Fett, I'm here for a harsh realization that maybe you need to hear. You might not be a Star Wars fan. <laughs> and you know what? That's okay. We're not going to judge you harshly on that. 
maybe yeah he said like he's like i've rewatched the original all the original movies and i think maybe they're overrated maybe they are maybe they're not for you and it's okay there's a bunch of media out there find something that's for you you know but you can say i don't think disney plus is worth it and then you got to keep it because your kid's gonna watch everything on disney plus so guess what it's fucking worth it Maybe the media is not for you. Maybe if your kid wasn't watching all that stuff on there, it wouldn't be worth it for you. It's a hard decision you have to make. But, you know, think about it. Don't just spout your fucking opinion out your mouth, out your fucking noise hole and not think about it. Because you got to think about it. Like, yes, I haven't finished Miss Marvel. Miss, I am not the target demographic of Miss Marvel. Still intend to finish it at some point. Just need the time. My time is very, right now, very few and far between. Um... But I still intend to finish it, but I fully understand. I would never call it bad because, you know, it's well-crafted. It's just not aimed at me. And there's going to be stuff like that, you know? Fucking, you know, people put all this thing into fucking Game of Thrones and fucking The Walking Dead. Neither of those are for me. Do I fucking rage because they're not for me? No, I don't fucking care. Someone else is going to enjoy them. Good on them. I saw someone on uh, Twitter bitch because they're making a sequel, an actual sequel, to Christmas Story with all the original cast that's still alive. Hey, guess what? It's okay. Just don't you watch can, it. You just don't watch it. You don't have to bitch like, God damn it, Disney, you fucking suck, blah, blah. No. Shut your fucking noise hole. Let someone else enjoy it and get out there. And yes, I know it's your fucking, tw- Twitch, your fucking Twitter, but... People don't want to see you fucking bitch about stuff like that. That's why I don't. I get halfway through posts and go, you know what? This isn't add anything to the conversation. It's just me bitching. Get out of here. I have an outlet for that. This is my outlet for that. <laughs> you know? It's. I love that they're doing that. Am I going to watch it? Probably not. But someone out there is going to enjoy it. You know what? It, that's fine. Uh, the Cinema Wins channel on YouTube actually said something during their uh, current one, which is uh, everything great about Captain Marvel which is a little long, but he has a point to it. He says that every movie made is probably someone's favorite movie. And it's okay. Like, if someone out there loves cats with all their heart, that's fine. That person's fucking nuts, but I'm glad they enjoyed something. <laughs> it goes to the old thing of don't yuck on my yum. Exactly. Let let people enjoy their shit. It's okay. You know, um, what was it? Uh, another one was... Uh, Peta was out uh, fucking protesting something, and someone came out with a fucking, you know, meat meal from him. <laughs> I saw that. Like, dude. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. You maybe think you're funny, people, you may be backing you. No, you're the asshole. Yeah. Because they're protesting. That's their fucking right in America to protest. Just shake your head, wander off. It's okay. You're not making a point to them. You're basically just going, ha ha, look, I'm an asshole. Yeah. It, don't do not do that. You know, Wheaton's Law, don't be a dick. Don't ever. It's hard sometimes. I understand. And sometimes you just gotta. There are levels where you need to. PETA, PETA's close to the level, but not. You know, save that for people who really deserve it. We need to be more, you know, as gamers, we're more in touch with everyone because we want everyone to have a good time in our games and everything. You know, I don't want to play a game if my opponent's not having fun. You know, I've told 
not brush at Dave and games like, Hey, if you're not having fun, we can stop. And I know there are points where I'm like, I'm not having fun. Good game. Count as a victory for whatever you want to count it as. Let's just go do something else. It's okay. You know, to get to that point where we're adult enough to do that and understand it. And sometimes if you're not having a lot of fun, but you're not like fucking raging, you just let the game go on. You know why? Your fun then should be watching that guy enjoy his turn. Yep. Maybe it's a challenge for you. Maybe you can just switch your mindset going, okay, I'm probably going to lose my ass off, but what can I do in the meantime? We all have to be more cognizant of that because the world's fucking on a knife edge as far as our our, our fucking sanity, let's say. <laughs> We're all on the edge of just fucking losing it. So we all got to be nicer. You know, try to be less ragey when you can. I understand bullshit happens just try and calm like okay that didn't work let's let me try something else you know just try and push through it keep your zen about you uh maybe help someone else have a good time you know that's uh, all about you're not gonna win every game if you go into every game thinking you're gonna win every game you're going to be disappointed Conversely, don't go to every game thinking you're going to lose a game. Go into a game looking to have a good time. All I care about, and all I should care about in a game, is enjoying myself. I love the games where I lose, but we had a fucking hoot the entire time. Like, sure, sometimes, you know, dice don't go your way. You know, RNG fucks you. It happens. Try to let it bother you. I'm, I'm terrible at it sometimes. I'm, you know, pot calling the kettle black right now. But we all got to work on that and make everything better. And I said I didn't have a rant, and here I am ranting. <laughs> so there's that. Anything else we want to talk about? Any trailers come out or anything? There, there really hasn't anything. been anything. I've been watching, uh, I started watching this one episode, uh, this one TV show, Demon, I can't remember. I sent it to somebody, uh, a trailer. And it's done by the people that do Rick and Morty. Um, Out. Yeah, it. I was just kind of curious about it. Uh, Little Demon, but it has Danny DeVito playing Satan, and I was like, okay, okay. as the as voice and stuff. And so it it was it was it's not bad. There's only like two episodes out right now, but I it's, mean, it's not my thing. I hope yeah. everyone enjoys it. So I mean, uh, it, it's not been too bad. I'm enjoying it. Like I said, it's only two episodes, so just gotta go with it. Fucking hunter's uh, hot. And then, um, uh, Samaritan came out the oh. Stallone uh, movie on uh, superhero movie on Amazon Prime. Oh man, I meant to watch that then. I didn't get a chance to watch it because I cleaned instead. I think it was a poor choice, but hey, I I put it on my queue. I just didn't. I couldn't remember when it came out, so I definitely gonna have to watch that, and we'll watch it. Uh, yeah, definitely watch it uh, before next week. There's a lot of stuff out. I've been watching a lot of clips from stuff I watched. Makes me want to rewatch stuff. I I told you earlier, I'm definitely fucking buying Top Gun Maverick when it comes out. <laughs> I know I've got it, going to have it on Paramount Plus, but I'm fucking buying a Blu-ray copy so I can show my mom again because that movie is fucking, it's just fucking great. Like, how you can have as ridiculous as a fucking third as and still just fucking nail your feels the whole time. Uh, yeah, Sandman's probably really good. Not really my thing, but I am glad it's doing well. Neil Gaiman's a great author and does a lot of interesting stuff, and I'm glad he is getting some uh, 
proper recognition and had a good series made. Yeah, I like the concept of what they're doing, where they're like, here's the series, and then here's some little add-on things. Yeah. It's fucking great. Which I understand the comic book, that's what they did in the comic book. They were like, here's the story. Oh, here's something that happened during this time. Yeah, that's cool. I love it. Sounds great. So, uh, Uh, I really, I I don't have anything. Like I said, this was a very dead week for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to get more time to watch stuff, but... When I get home, I'm so flustered. Sometimes I just want to play some <laughs> video games and chill, watch some meaningless YouTube videos or, you know, amusing YouTube videos and just uh, enjoy myself. Yeah. And remember, whatever it takes to get you by. You can't be super productive every week just because you're not productive does not mean you're not doing OK. Just do what you can to do OK. And if you need to talk about it, fucking hit me up. I'm emotional support human to many people and happy to help more people out if they need it. <laughs> That's a stream, sir. I believe that is. Um, I don't really see... Do you see anybody that we can uh, jump into? Let's see who is related to us. Uh, who's that that I'm following? No. No. There are people, but I don't see... That is... You know, we can just call it the night. Yeah, I don't see anyone. What do you? Wow, wow. <laughs> Twitch is Twitch is strange. I don't know what hot tubs have to do with Twitch. I'm afraid to click on it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I may jump. What it's just recommended. You may see me back on here in a little bit after I get everything done and go and play my new game because I'm really looking forward to playing it. So I may um, come back on here. But there is a guy called the painting dad, all one word, painting Warhammer stuff. Let's go. The painting dad. Dad. Yep. He's recommended on my page here. Let's go fucking take a look, shall we? All right. So we'll write him. Give me one second. I'm in commercials right now. Yeah, I saw what he was working on. Well, guys, we appreciate you really coming out. I yep. mean, like I says, uh, we do what we can, help what we can. You need anything, let us know. We're here. Yep. For more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. Good night. Let's go over and surprise this guy and raid them. Oh, yes, they did, actually. Hit that raid button. Let's freak him out. They'll be like, who the hell is this?